Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Huge weekend of baseball. First brawl, new leader in the NL Central. Dodgers sweep. Trevor Plouffe, players only. Thighs and guys. Thighs, thighs and guys. Oh, hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek. Use code TALKING off your first SeatGeek order. Trevor Plouffe, a massive week for you. Um, you know, we, we FaceTimed yesterday. You were feeling it last yeah. week. You're here, Big Daddy, and you're going to be on the sidelines tonight on the most watched game of the MLB season. How you doing? Down at Chavez Ravine in mm. beautiful, sunny Southern California. Although it's a little foggy today. I'm doing great. Uh, we Yeah, we did FaceTime yesterday. You were on. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about this. You were on the couch. Yeah. And I said, you're a couch guy. I'm not a couch guy because my kids have taken over my couch. And then Noodle was licking your nipples. And it was just, yeah. it got a little strange. Yeah. But then we kind of honed it in. We talked some life and love and, you know, how we get. We get, we get deep sometimes. But I am excited. Yes, I'll be uh, next to the dugout tonight uh, for the next six games, actually, with the Twins. Got a nice little shout-out from Dick and Justin yesterday on the Twins broadcast. And I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. I don't know, man. Like, it's something I wanted to do. I challenged myself to, like, get in. And I'm in. You're in. And now we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I could be horrible at it. I'm not really sure how it's going to go. I'm pretty confident. Yeah. But if I bomb, like, I think that's kind of funny too. Yeah. It's a I, win-win. I like that angle. You could go. You could go either way with it, right? If if uh, if you do a poor job, they'll be like, "Oh my god, former player, podcast guy, ploof." Um, we do have a chance now. Like, if I really want to just mess some things up and just yeah. like promote our show, yeah, we could do it. I burned some bridges, so I don't know if it's worth it. But there's a, you know, what's that movie? Salt Lake City Punk. You do more damage from the inside than from the outside. Yeah, I, ha- I didn't watch that movie this weekend or ever. Um, Trev, the <laughs> the other thing, and I'm I'm trying to get you hype at this point. Um, you might make a play today. I guess, yeah. Do I bring a glove? Because you know I always bring a glove <laughs> oh, to a baseball yes. game. Yes, Trevor. Yes. No, I don't. That's you, dude. Is that me? Dude, if you're on the sideline, mic in one hand, glove in the other, that's awesome. Trevor, bring it. Just bring the glove, just bring in it. case. Bring it. You don't have to use it, but I think you're going to want to. What if I need to do some demonstrations out there? Yeah, what, what if Correa's got questions on his backhand and he needs to ask Carlos, you? go through that ball. You got to yeah. stay down and through it. Don't don't lunge at it. Through it. You're the uh, you're the Twins' new Ron Washington. You're doing the infield drills before the game. Maybe we have your job title <laughs> a little. I don't know. A little what's messed up. Uh, I'm excited for you, Trev, and I'm excited for this ep. A couple sneaky sweep weeks, uh, a change or two in the standings. Uh, Toronto and the Braves, wow. Um, yeah, well, 
wow for one team and then kind of wow on the other side. And then I, I saw some some beat reporters said we're at the quarter pull of the season that I know we've diced up the season a lot of different ways now between we started at 116th and now 110th. Uh, quarter pole feels like a real mark. And again, there's some, some teams. Say quarter pole again. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm usually at quarter pole when we record these ups. Um, <laughs> the uh, Rangers, 14 and 7 against teams above 500. That's impressive. Braves, 3 and 8. If you're, if you're looking, if you're looking for a stat, you can find it on every team uh, in that middle of the pack. What are you laughing about? You still polling over there? If you're looking for a stat on any team, you can find it. Yeah. Dude. What are you talking if about? You, for all of these teams that are three games above 500 or three games below, you can find something you like about that team and like, oh, yeah, that's good, or find something horrible. Uh, basically, the only team you can't is the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> um, my God. Their brand of We're going to be rating the level of F-Boy. Yes. That's what we decided before the show. Today's Jose win- Siri off the charts. Jose Just, Siri. Uh, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the picture of Jose Siri with the lollipops in his hair. We did it last episode. I, you have to. There it is. BBD had it ready to go again. Um, that's, that's Don't the let vibe. that guy around your girl. You can't. You can't, because he will be with her and catch the fly ball. <laughs> Two in the hair, one in the mouth. Oof. Oh, speaking of, Trev, Harry's. And this this is one of those good, good ironical names, I think, in a way, because Harry's mission is to keep your face, that beard. Trev, I know your look is going to be dialed on the broadcast tonight. I'm going to use Harry's to clean this up, this up, right in here. I'll be, like, dialed in tonight. I'm not worried about my look. You guys know I I got that dialed. Trev, I wish you were hip enough to do a Get Ready With Me video because I would actually watch it, you shaving with your Harry's and then putting your fresh outfit on. Um, People edit things. I don't know. The starter set, $13 value for 3 bucks. people. This is in your price range. Harrys.com slash talking five blade German engineered Max Kepler weighted handle foam shaving gel travel cover uh, and get on schedule. They've got their blade delivery refills as low as two dollars. This is this is the story. Ellie Lane. Yes. Save the hassle. Get the thirteen dollar starter set for three bucks at Harrys.com slash talking Harry's H A R R Y S dot com slash talking three dollar starter set. You know there's a link. Um, are there any Harry's in the major leagues right now? No. Tough. There's got to be a Harry. Tough. We need one. There's a there's a Harry Ramirez on the race. He ain't going by Harry though. You know well. what, Trev? It's a good point. There's two Heralds right now. Um, okay. Give me the other one because I don't know him. Harold Castro. Ah, Harold nice. Castro. Two Latino Heralds? Yeah. Love that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Harry Ford on the way. Harry Ford on the way. Mm. Um, guys, a li- hot. if you feel a little funk this episode, we need to give a little love and thoughts to our guy, Dalton, who you may know from Blitzball or has been doing our uh, stats for us. 
Uh, got a little fender bender this weekend and is like in somewhat concussion protocol. So he's good. His, his family's good. The reports uh, have been good. The reports are good, but yeah, he like wasn't allowed to look at computer screens. So for our, <laughs> our, uh, our stat guy, that's a, that's a tough gig. Uh, so we had to get a little old school. The three of us divvied it up and got into each section. Uh, so Trev, are you burning the AL or do you have me still Absolutely burning? Absolutely not. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So you're ready to talk this about this show's the- better than when you're burning. I, I I gave it my all the last couple of years, yeah. and sometimes I hit a high note, like when I said this game was like a bag of, or this series was like a bag of Swedish fish, all reds. That's yeah. the greatest line oh, in this show's that history. Was so yeah. good. That People- was so Can I just good. tell you something before we start? Okay. Like, you know, shout out Dalton. Love you, bro. I laughed when you were saying that. I wasn't laughing at Dalton. No. I have the MLB.com write-up of the Phillies-Rockies brawl. Yeah. First line, Bryce Harper had fire in his eyes. Yes! Period. Like space, new paragraph. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that's, that's how you cap. Like when I was in yeah. English class in high school, <laughs> that's how you capture someone. And you're hooked. <laughs> and he didn't have lead. fire in his eyes. No, he didn't. <laughs> kind of. Him and my guy, Jake Bird. We'll talk about the National League. Let's talk some American League baseball. And it all starts where we should always start, Trev. The Bronx, right? Oh, yeah. Yankees. Season on the line. Can they tango with the Rays? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Some good baseball played in the Boogie Down Bronx. The Rays end up blowing out game one behind Drew Rasmussen, who turns out he's now going to be out for a while, maybe this season. I don't know. Uh, But he shut down the Yankees. That's all he's done. The next day, Rizzo Mandalorian bobblehead night, Trev. Two homers from Riz. That's why he's a guy guy. That's why he's a guy guy. And what do the Yanks do the next day? A little redemption from the previous week. They go down 6-0. They come back. Biggest comeback win for the Yanks since 2019. And then on the final day, it's back and forth again from the window to the walls. Taylor Walls, Grand Slam, Rays win. They split for some really good baseball um, up in the boogie down. Yankee fans, their stock is back up a little bit. Rays continue to not give a fuck and they're gonna run away with whatever they want to do uh speaking of kind of run not running away it's too early the texas rangers they take three out of four against oakland hey i normally do this when it's a reverse series the game oakland won fire estuary ruiz brent rooker with the walk off we're winning games in oakland we're trying to get to double digits uh outside of that Outside of that, they got shut down by Gray and Avaldi. They didn't score in those games. And then the Rangers win on the fi- the final game. Adolis? 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 Um, he gets a lot of RBI because that's what he does. Uh, he's a grand guy, if you know what I mean. Mariners, Trev, they take two out of three from the Detroit Tigers. Bryce Miller, you're going to hear about him at some point because he doesn't give up runs. Uh, Another dominant performance from the young Seattle pitcher. Uh, Seattle also ran away with that first game. Julio and Ty France. Ha, ha, ha. I haven't talked about him a lot this year, huh? How about that? 
Um, and then Detroit, they salvage the final game of the series. Nick Maton with the go-ahead hit by pitch. Sure, why not? The Guard Dogs, they face the Angels in a mid-off. Oh, come on, Jake. Don't tell that to Josh Naylor, because all he does late in the game, hit a home run to give him the lead. Three straight games. And guess mm. what? They won those final two. They lost that first game. Nito, Neto, the rookie. Rendon, how's your left side of the infield? Just like the Halos drew it up. Uh, they get a couple runs off Class A for the comeback win. But Guard Dogs win the series, like I mentioned. My guy, Josh Naylor. Hot. Is he on the fuckboy list? We'll get to that later. White Sox and Houston. Houston takes two out of three from the White Sox, and that's obvious. J.P. France, sure, let's pitch this guy, and he's electric. Corey Jolks, good to see you back uh, in the game. Jose Abreu comes back home. Him and Tim Anderson hugging and talking. You like that? Seas drops it in that second game, and Luis Robert. Had a huge series. Homers in each game. Uh, He's going, but it's not enough for them to win the series. uh, As Hunter Brown versus Giolito. Two of your guys on that last day. Uh, Houston does enough to get it done. Yiner Diaz, his first major league homer. Houston's bullpen with a good performance. And that is what happened in your American League. As the standings would tell you, Trev... Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, they hold on to their AL East lead. Actually, they're only four games up on Baltimore, and they haven't had a skid at all yet. Uh, 31 and 11, 26 and 14 for those birds. Toronto Blue Jays, 24 and 16. We'll get to them in a little bit. Uh, Yankees are 23 and 19. They jump to fourth place in the East over the Sox. Sox are 22 and 19. My goodness, AL East. Your twins, Trev, 23 and 18, uh, only team above 500 in the Central. Guardians, Tigers, White Sox, Royals down the board. And then your Texas Rangers, 25 and 15. And look who's now in second, the Houston Astros. Are they, is it, will they? Uh, half game up on the Angels. Mariners are 500. They'd like to get clear of that and never look back at 500. Oakland, 9 and 33, looking for that. 10th win of the season. Trevor, what American League topic jumps off the map for you? I think this is an app that we're just going to cron pot it up. Okay. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, there, there weren't we'll a just lot hit of them quick. There weren't a lot of big ones. I mean, it was mother's day. Happy a final mother's day. Wish to all God, the mothers. I love moms. Every I day do. is mother's day. You I love moms. Do. Yeah. Yeah. They're so beautiful, all of them. They're so loving and nurturing. Shout out to all the moms out there, especially I can to make especially more of them. Mom. Trev, I'll let you run. Uh, Rays, Yanks. You know, this the Rays, best team in baseball. Yankees, hoping that they can tap into something. They kind of do. It ends up in a series split, which, you know, Yankee fans, it shows where the expectations are that that's still a win of sorts. Um, but it was kind of how they did it. Big offensive innings uh, to come back, which we haven't seen from this Yankees team. And we haven't seen from, you know, remember when the historic Yankees of last year were a thing? And then the ship crashed? Um, so it was good to see that, Trev. I, I guess what, 
what did you see or what what questions do you have? Not a lot of questions. I mean, it was a great series. I mean, if you're a Yankees fan, you're probably happy with that, uh, the way the Rays have been playing. None of the starters really like shined in the series. I guess Drew Rasmussen did before he went out with the injury. That was the best start of the series. Um, and then some big homers. You know, the game that I watched, it was that Volpe inning was the oh. seventh inning. He steals second base with two outs. He steals third base with two outs. Then he ends up scoring on a pass ball. And my goodness, Michael Kay and and uh, Paul O'Neill loved that one. He got you, Trev. You forgot the the start of it that gets your drunk uncle excited. He starts with a bunt. The bunt. Bunt the hit. The bunt. Steal second. Steal second. Am Wild I the drunk pick. uncle? Score. No, I got but excited. it's um, you know, a some like I don't want to say casual racism almost but like the fact that Volpe's an Italian kid playing for the Yankees it it, it gets your your drunk uncle that's excited rac- um that's racist well the fact he doesn't get excited for say a young Gary Sanchez getting hot um yeah. oh I would get excited I'm the drunk uncle you're not this. the drunkle you're I'm not, not? The drunkle no not yet oh um that, I am yeah. an uncle though Volpe uh you you are an uncle uh Volpe got the kids going, hey, Judge two-homer day, Rizzo two-homer day, and those are the games you win as well. So, And then, you know, there was the big decision that, I mean, I, I follow way too many Yankee people on Twitter just because of my job here, uh, all you psychos. Um, the Abreu, bringing Abreu in there, you guys did not like that, huh? No, on the final and game. Then, was, that, was, that a, was that a little bit, a little bit of a hindsight type reaction because as soon as he gives up the home or the grand slam grand slam everyone's like e- we knew this was a bad decision we knew it was a bad decision was it really like when he got brought in we we're like no this is bad or was it just after it happened uh during didn't like uh and and the problem was I, I didn't think the grand slam was the issue uh, Abreu was pretty wild I, I thought coming in bases loaded you know, the walk, pass ball, wild pitch, like all of that is just very on the table. Um, and yeah, they, they've had a couple guys that have performed better that you, you wonder if there's some bullpen stuff you don't know was, was a guy down for a day that you would assume would not, but then you saw some options coming later that, I don't know, the Yankees have been big on, especially with not having a traditional closer this year, um, you know, attacking the the moments in baseball games, right? Like, Clay Holmes, we might need you in the seventh. This was bases loaded tie game. So yeah. I, I would much rather use a higher leverage guy in that moment, and then if you have to figure out the sixth inning, at least you got to the sixth inning instead of going down four runs. So, no, I, I don't think that was a hindsight's 2020 thing. We said it to each other while we were watching the game. So I mean, th- that is... That is what managers have to face, and those are some of the decisions. Like, what's what's your strategy in the high-leverage situations? If they do present themselves earlier in the game, what are you going to do? Uh, some managers like to run their best relievers out there because they believe that's the lane for them, and some guys like to save them for you know the later innings. And In my mind, I think you have to have a guy that's – that you can call on in in those big situations, whether it be in the fifth inning, whether it be in the sixth inning, or even before that, if you take your starter out, I think there needs to be a guy that knows, hey, you are the guy that's going to come put the fire out, no matter when the game, and no matter when it happens in the game. So it seems like Boone decided against that. Um, and then I think the only uh, – the, the big um, 
takeaway or the big moment that everyone will talk about is Jason Adam mm. thinking he gave up a game tying homer to Judge, putting his hands in his you know down by his knees, going like this, and then Jose Siri just saying New York, New York, baby, catching that ball, game over. Yeah, I... Uh, I'm sure you guys jumped out of your seats on that one. Rays fans sound off. Uh, I kind of sunk into my seat in an excited way, ready to jump. Um, when Judgy gets off that swing, you know, sometimes the ball lands over the bullpens. <laughs> uh, and it made a good noise, but it, it didn't get out. And that's, a, that's the deep part of the ballpark. Um, I think Rays fans and Yankees fans both walked away kind of happy with this series. Um, you know, there's four in the Bronx. Uh, Yankees gave their best punch, uh, and the Rays, I don't know, they, they were never flustered. I think, I think these teams have now played seven games this year, and six of them have been one-run games. So yeah. these teams are battling. Uh, Yankee fans were happy to see that their team has a go switch. Uh, Trev, you get mad at us, but it's literally the organization's philosophy. Like, they don't take April seriously. Like, they have a game plan for April, which, by the way, it's not like that's helping injury-wise. Um, so, hey, maybe take every game serious, especially in a year when uh, baseball seems to be as wide open as possible, especially the AL East. Um, but they hit that go switch. Hopefully they continue. They're about to take on Toronto, who just swept the Braves. And Rays, uh, you're leading in every offensive category, which is nuts. Um, first in starting pitcher ERA. Uh, the bullpen starting to get hit a little, and they lost. Fairbanks was so good for them. Clevenger's a guy for them. Um, so they're going to need some performances out there. You just know the Rays every year have gotten performances out there. Um, but Rasmussen and Springs, think about how much we were talking about Springs early in the season. I know Glass now is trying to make his way back. They've got he just, the, He came out of his rehab start. Yeah. They, they're dealing with the injury bug a little bit, uh, and it'll be interesting to see how their pitching can react day-to-day. That's been the Rays' strength for the past decade, so it doesn't concern you. Trev, their hitting and the pressure they put on you is insane. The speed that Wander, Randy, Siri, Walls, Margot have, and the sicko part of it, Josh Lowe, this was my real introduction to him. He's got pop, like, you know, when you see a guy swing the ball and you kind of mentally in your head think about how far it's going to go. His ball goes further than that. And he showed that okay. with a couple big boy homers. Trev, their raise also kicks in. Like, he was the last guy a couple times that I wanted to see at the plate. Well, never mind. Randy's on their team. Um, they pinch hit him because it was left on left. And his numbers versus lefty ain't been great. So they're pinch hitting with, like, the backup catcher because they're the raise. And they don't give a fuck. It's true. Uh, I mean, look, I just saw Josh Lowe on MLB Network. He's got great hair, great yeah. style. We were going to rate everybody on the F-boy meter. I think we're going to move on from that. <laughs> Might be a midweek topic. Maybe a midweek topic. Yeah, We'll say, we'll say no, that. No, they're, they're, they're incredible to watch. They really are. And the Yankees, I, I got to credit you guys for, like, hanging around. Because I, I still just – it doesn't seem like you should be hanging around, to be honest with you. I know Volpe's been playing better as of late, and that, that helps a lot to lengthen the lineup. Um, but still, like – I don't know. I give credit to you guys. I mean, I, I won't I won't really take too much. Um, hey, Stanton, in theory, could be back in a couple weeks. Severino could be, by the time we're doing next, 
Monday's app could be back. Rodon, we're supposed to get some updates. No one's excited, but remember, he was their big move. So, like, if, if what's the, happening? I mean, that's I don't even. We, we can't yeah, really we get into. We're talking can't, too much Yankees right know. now, but that's we don't know. Um, the story but, is that that there's just nothing. Yankees could be legitimately in the mix in a couple weeks, and I think two weeks ago we wouldn't have said that. Sure. I believe they have a wild card spot as things lie right now. And guess what? The beauty of the AL, Toronto could fuck their shit up this week. I'm cursing yeah. a lot today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah, just relax a little it's bit. A curse okay? up. I'm gonna tone it. Down. Kids that listen to this show. Uh, Rangers, Oakland, uh, good team, bad team. IMO, uh, love. I'm gonna enjoy every Oakland win this year because I do feel good for those guys uh, who hmm. are battling it out and going through it every day. Uh, but again, I. Hey, I know the A's are one of the few teams this year that you're supposed to team beat. The Rangers' numbers keep getting more real and more real and more real. They're legitimate. We talked about, I, I believe we mentioned Eovaldi and, yeah. and his streak uh, on our Friday episode. That was a Thursday start for him. I mean, it's 28 and two-thirds innings. And, and if you look at their starting pitcher ranks, I mean, they're like fifth in ERA, fifth in whip, I believe. This is a team that's really putting it all together. Their offense is absolutely clicking. They, they've scored ten run, like over ten runs, more than any other team in the big leagues this year. I mean, they're putting like a hurting on the baseball, not even giving teams a chance. And if you look at this series, I mean, they scored eleven runs on Sunday. They sh- and and the other two games where they only scored four and five, they shut they shut the A's out. So it's like, hey, either we're gonna have our starters dice you up or our right. offense is going to show up and like we have so many different ways to win it's 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 been very very impressive to watch them um and they just they have length their starters are showing up the bullpen needs a little bit of help um but they've been okay and the, and, they've, and their starters have also given them length enough where they're not really getting tested uh with their bullpen so it's 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 quite the mixture there. I know this was a series against the A's. We've talked about how poor that team is, uh, but you still got to take care of business, especially in a four-game set. Uh, three out of four there. And, uh, yeah, man, they just got some guys going off. And how about been, uh, been fun to watch? Texas, they they just finished off. That was a 10-game road trip. And, I, again, I know Oakland is in a different class of a lot of teams this year, but um, to now go home, Atlanta, Eeks, uh, and the Rockies, who have been playing a better brand recently. Um, Ten-game road trip, like you mentioned. It was three cities, all within the division. They went seven and three. They played the Angels. They played Seattle. They played Oakland. Yep. That's what you got to do, man. Go 500. That's why they're ahead in the division. Uh, 25 and 15. It's their best start through 40 games since 2013. I, I we said it could have happened. Like I think that's where we were on the uh, uh, preseason with the Rangers. Like, hey man, all this has to go right. It's it's a big melting pot of of new players together. Can they form a bond? Can they do it? And honestly, that was kind of a stupid take if I really think about it. Like, it's baseball, Trev. Like I, I mean, it's baseball. Well, but when you put a bunch of good players together, right? Like that's, <laughs> you're giving yourself a chance, right? I I I guess I think the thing. I, that's surprising me in hindsight, Trev, is that I'm surprised we weren't more excited for Texas from the perspective of, like, let's hope this works so more teams do this, right? Because we give the Mets and the Padres all the love in the world for going out and getting players. And um, Texas did that, and it's working. 
Um, but if you were to say, hey, Jacob DeGrom's going to be hurt, he's going to pitch a few games and go on the IL, like I'd be like, yeah, exactly. Like We don't know how this is going to shake out. Like, Are they going to be able to sustain that? Here's John Gray taking a no-hitter into the eighth, and like they just have found a way to get it done, dude. That guy's have just stepped up. They've got dudes. Um, another team with dudes that we've been waiting to go, your Mariners, uh, Trev. They win two out of three. Start winning series, Mariners. They get to 500. Um, and yeah, Bryce Miller, the kid, has given them an effort, which which they've started taking advantage of, and I don't know if you're hearing about him now or later. Um, Let's just talk about him now. Okay, go. You're You're my Mariners guy. I am the Mariners guy, and we talk about, like, top end rotations i know we've always mentioned the mariners as being one of them because of their depth and they've had to call upon it this year and this guy i mean they're able to just pick up people from their farm system bring them to the big leagues and these guys perform i mean this guy's i mean he's was their number two prospect so we knew that there was you know you know some expectations for him but here's a stat for you oh he's done something that no other starters done since 1901. Where do they even come up with these stats? Good year. Yeah, that is a good year. What happened in that year? Give me, uh, give me some, some uh, the highlights. Eight, the 1800s were just in our rear view. It was <laughs> over. We were moving on. It's like Y2K, but Y219. I that think was, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, his three starts <laughs> now. In 19 innings, in those three starts, he got a point four seven. Mm. That's the ERA. Whips even lower with a .42. Think about that. Three starts, you're averaging 40% of a runner per inning. That's how you do it, man. Opponents are hitting 111 against him. He's got 18 strikeouts. Um, he's So I have more stats here because I'm just going to awesome. keep going on this guy. And each of his first three starts, okay. he's gone at least six innings while allowing one run or less, three hits or fewer, and one walk or fewer. That's the thing I like the most. That's why the whip's so down. Just walk anybody. He doesn't walk anybody. He rarely gives up hits or runs. I think that's how you become a good pitcher. That's what you want from your starters, right? Uh, and this one was impressive, and, and, and Service talked about it afterwards. Like He usually relies heavily on his fastball, uh, but he decided that, uh, hey, I wanted to change it up today. So he's usually he was 70% fastballs in his first two starts. He only threw 49% of his fastballs against Detroit. Uh, and he picked up his slider and his curve a little bit more. So he made an adjustment. Third start in. He said, hey, these guys are looking to jump on my heater because they see it's a 70% pitch. Let's throw a little wrinkle in there. And it gets the results he wants. I mean, if you're able to have these guys in your farm system and bring them up and they can perform like this, I mean, that's a recipe for success. And like Seattle, I know they haven't performed, you know, to where they're capable of. Some of that is with you know Julio Rodriguez, you know, not doing what he should be doing and he will be doing this year. Um, but they're gonna be in the mix because they got this rotation that's just otherworldly. Yeah, I mean they uh they're off you you've talked a lot about how the twins and their offense hasn't clicked yet. Like Julio had a slow start last year, he had a slow start this year, he has a nice series. Well, well, mm -hmm. now is his go button going to go? Teoscar has a big game. His OPS plus is under 100. Uh, I mentioned Ty France. The numbers are starting to get to a good start, but remember how much we talked about him at the start of last year? Jeff Passan was like, 
horny Mariners tweeting about him late night, and everyone was like, "Easy, Jeff." He's like, so, why is he so horny we like, all Jeff. the time? And like, okay, Ty France is is really good. You got us. I um, relate to Jeff in that way. JP Crawford, uh, mm. the guy who's gone for them to start the season is Kelnick. Uh, no one else has like out has played above their skis. Uh, Jake, they're twenty seventh in OPS. In I know that's that's pretty crazy, and I. You know, n- literally no one in the world is betting against Julio that uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a brief slow starter um, thing in parentheses. He goes again, and then next year he'll light up April, and he'll be like, oh, he, he was a slow starter. Um, yeah, the offense will pick it up, and you hope that the, the pitching staff, you know, the starters and the relievers can continue at this pace. I don't see any reason why they, they won't because they just are that good and they're that deep. So once the offense comes, I mean, we talked about this with the Cardinals. Mm. Like I said, hey, this is the cheapest you're ever going to get the Cardinals to win the division. They will go ahead and sweep the Red Sox. Spoiler alert. Uh. Um, Sorry, guys. This is probably the cheapest you're going to get the Mariners. If you if you believe in the Mariners and, you, mm. and, and you're trying to sprinkle a little something right now, I mean, once this offense gets rolling, they're going to reel off some wins, man. They're going to be right back there towards the top of that division. Do you think that the Rangers and Houston are that much better than Seattle? I mean, we've seen even last year in the playoffs. I know, I know they swept the Mariners, but those games were so fucking close, dude. Like, yeah. this is... I believe the West is wide open still. Those three teams are going to go at it. And like I said, if you if you if you are inclined to sprinkle a little bit, I would do it on the Mariners now before that offense gets clicking. They uh, Mariners number one in bullpen ERA. How about that? Um, and their starting pitching has been pretty good. Stop too. walking so many people, that, Mariners that, bullpen. That offense. Um, Boston, Shout out Nick Maton. Boston, Atlanta, Oakland coming up for them. Uh, Trev, you know we love our doses of your AL Central. Um, because the Tigers and Guards have been fighting for that vaunted second place spot. Guardians, <laughs> Guardians slash Josh Naylor <laughs> with a lot of late home runs. Uh, they take two out of three from the Angels, and yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> again, the the quarter pull. If we are there, you know, the Angels have drifted back down close to five hundred. While you just said the Mariners might be on the way up, Texas been up, Houston's on their way back up. Um, and meanwhile, I feel like the Guardians have been looking for the spark to get them going because they're starting to get their young guy pitching performances. We see Bybee, um, Issa Bybe, that's his Twitter handle. Issa Bybe. Issa Bybe. Kelly. You going to talk about him later? You might hear about him later. Yeah. Um, different competition growing up than I had. Um, Guardians take two out of three. I get to hear Chris Rose talk about the Guardians and their woeful ah. offense so much. Uh, and that's what's going on here. I mean, I know Josh <laughs> Naylor saved the day a couple games here. Uh, but, you know, first game off of Emmanuel Classe. Yeah. Angels come back, take that W in the first game. Uh, Tyler Anderson looks pretty good, goes six innings pitch, three earned runs. Uh, yeah, then it was the Josh Naylor show, man. He comes in uh, two three-run homers. Um in that bottom eighth in the Saturday game, Josh Bell singles to get him within two. Naylor hits the homer to put him ahead. Jimenez, insurance run. They shut the game down. Uh, and then kind of the same thing there in the bottom of the eighth and on Sunday's game. He homers uh, another three-run homer to put him up. And he wins the game for uh, his guy. Trev, I, I, he didn't get the win, Bybee, but... We need to game plan a way to figure out 
how to quantify when you're playing teams in the season and what that means. Because I'm looking at the Guardians, who 30th in OPS, 30th in Homer. I mean, their offense has been, Chris Rose has been right. Um, their upcoming stretch, White Sox, Met, Mets, White Sox. Mets have been struggling. White Sox have been struggling for a year. Um, a year? The Mets, I'm so interested to see. Because I don't, they won a couple games. Are they going to make the turn? They've had injuries. <laughs> They're playing at the New York Mets, which again, if you've played the Mets the past two weeks, that's been a good lane for you. They're seeing Scherzer, Carrasco, Verlander. <laughs> so like, <laughs> if you played the Mets the last couple weeks, oh. you didn't play a top team in baseball, you could potentially be running into a complete buzzsaw, and that's... That's part of the baseball schedule that, like, needs to be quantified. Like, when and who did you play on these teams? Oh, when plus, I think it's what it's When called. plus. Yeah, yeah I like Okay. That. Uh, they're just going to bunt on those old guys and get uh, JV and Scherzer no. pissed off. Max Scherzer does not like when you bunt against him. That's the dumb – like, um, I don't mean to call Max Scherzer dumb. <laughs> I'm not actually calling He's him not. dumb. Any starting pitcher that doesn't like to get bunted on, that's dumb. <laughs> That's just dumb. And and you know what that makes a hitter want to do? Bunt on you. Yeah. All that this is a bunt episode. I keep t- I keep telling people the you bunt is back. The bunt is back. Put some pressure on these dudes. Make them make a fucking play. Bring them up. Yeah. That's what bunts do. Gosh, I want I would I should give my award to the bunt today. And just talk about how sweet it is and what it can do to a freaking ball club. Because people don't know those computers. Ain't out there fielding the bunts, bro. Wow. Put it that way. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> make it, make every third baseman in the league wear that shirt. The computers uh, ain't fielding bunts. Back to the Guardians. You know, they lose the game. Trout, who was slumping, you know, brings the Angels back against Classe. The next day, uh, going into that game, Cleveland had... 11 consecutive games scoring four runs or fewer. Mm. So Terry Francona is in the dugout saying, okay, I'm going to talk to the guys after the game. He's formulating his speech in his head. And then this quote is so good. He goes, 10 minutes later, you're like, oh, hey, way to go, guys. And then you have to give a speech. That's baseball, Susan. That's managing. That's a good manager. Um <laughs> So shout out Cleveland to come from behind wins. Chris Rose is going to be happy when I film baseball today uh, after this. And that I, makes me happy. I, I know I'm a broken record. Every time I pull up a team's schedule, I'm just like, geez, Halos are going at Baltimore and then Minnesota and Boston. And it's just like, I don't. What does that mean though? What do you care about? That? Like every team's schedule I look at, I see like 500s okay. You know, I, I don't look at anyone's schedule and I'm like, ooh, like here's your eight and two, dude. Like time to go. Like every time I open a team's schedule, it's like, man, you gotta you gotta survive. Like six and four is awesome. Okay. Right. Rend- I think people will take six and four throughout the year. I don't know what the winning percentage on that is, but it's pretty dang good. Right. I just think every, everyone has an image of their 60 team. and 40. Every team has an image of their team getting hot. And it feels better. <laughs> don't don't start doing numbers. Um, Anthony Rendon putting together a nice season. Yes, he's going. That's nice. I love. How's him. Neto doing? I need to check I his love numbers him. real quick. Trev's gonna, he was struggling. Trev's he's gonna, on the struggle bus. Trev's going to tell you. And about, I want to like this guy. You'll like him. 
He's a kid. Oh, he's doing all right. You he's like the better. kids. Doing better. You like the kids. Tough league. There's no ba- There's no level higher than Major League Baseball. He's got to be playing some D because he's got he's got point seven uh, uh, baseball reference war. He's only hitting you know seven oh four OPS. So the D has got to be there. Okay. D in base running. IKF. Um, huh. Trev the uh, the last series. Uh, White Sox Houston. I'll let you go. Oh, can you, I don't know if you guys can tell. My chair keeps falling. I see you twisting a lot over there. It just, I think I got to get a new chair. It just keeps okay. coming down. I see the brim of my hat just start to slowly go down. If you watch <laughs> in the next like four or five minutes, my I'm going to be down. Just drifting. Um, okay. What are we doing? Any Astros, White Sox thoughts? I mean, a little bit good team, bad team type situation, if I'm being honest. Shout out JP France. Yeah. Um, across two starts, he's been really good. And this is another team that can just, Bring people up, and they're really good. Uh, across the two starts, one run and 11 and two-thirds innings of work. That's good. He gets his first victory. Um, I don't know. What do, you, what do you want me to talk about with this? Series? Nothing, man. I, I'm sorry. Uh, well, White Sox fans, they're, they've stopped listening to baseball shows. They're, they're looking at films this summer. Mario movie, you said you watched that this weekend, Trev? I did. It was really yeah. good. My one qualm with it. Really good? Really good. Okay. Not enough. There was like a, a split second of the Yoshi character, and, and what's up with that? Yeah, I mean Yoshi's oh, a guy guy in that Yoshi. world, dude. I think they're saving. This is going to be like you know Yoshi's uh, Island will be yeah. something. That's my uh, opinion on it. That's, hey, Houston bullpen that last game, no three and a thirds, no hit. That's nice. Yonier Diaz gets a silent treatment, which I hate. Stop with the fucking silent treatment, guys. Yeah, I've um. You and Jim are kind of against it. I, I've just kind of been the other voice saying, like, you know, I kind of like it. There's some baseball tradition. They did a flashback to Otani's uh, first home run, and he gets a silent treatment. And, yeah, it is weird. It's weird. weird. Like you it's, go look at the highlight. It's absolutely weird. Um, I guess that's part of the reason I still fight for it a little bit. Um, yeah, you like the weird Because I was laughing. They were, I think, I think the first Guardians-Angels game was on MLB Network, and they were like, Shohei Otani plays against the team he hit his first homer against. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, rivalry game. Mm. Let me change my plans. You, Shohei does numbies, man. Let me look at, let me look at Houston's overall numbers here. Because I'm, I'm, they seem like they're just hanging around just enough until they get fully healthy and then they're going to explode. Offensively, haven't got it going to where they need to be. And where you, and when they're where you'd expect pitching wise. I mean, seventh in whip, fourth in ERA from their starters, third in whip from their relievers, but 28th in OPS and hitting. That's lower than I expected. I know Jose Abreu has been abysmal. No Altuve. Tucker's been doing his thing, but that's not what you expect out of a Houston freaking Astros lineup. Holy crap. Trev, I'll call it now, and I just said I haven't been seeing a lot of this. Houston next 10, we might see an 8-2. and two. Cubs, Oakland, Milwaukee. Um, you know, if they get two out of three and then a sweep over Oakland, uh, I think we might, week and a half, I think we're going to see a Houston jump. Jordan Alvarez, yeah. you know, like sneaky, just flying under the radar. We know he's good. We barely talk about him anymore because it's just like, fuck, how much can you talk about talk about how good of a hitter a guy is every single episode? He's got nine homers. He's got 37 RBI already. He's a freak. 37. 
He is a freak. 956 OPS. Oh, wait. Mad Dog's on. Hold on. Oh, boy. White wow. Sox. Luis Robert had a big series. Uh, last game, they had four pitch clock violations. So, <laughs> Alex Bregman got to get it going. Oh, okay. I, I haven't been on the Houston Astros a lot. I haven't really mm. paid a, te- a lot of attention because, again, they just seem like a team that's just going to be there. So, you don't have to focus on them too much until the time is right, you know, come late in the season. But, these guys got to step it up. I mean, they have three guys with an OPS plus over 100. That's Jeremy Pena right at 100. Tucker's got an 800 OPS. That's low for him. He's got to go a little bit more. Let's go, Kyle Tuck. Kyle Tuck. Kyle Tuck. Kyle Tuck. I said Kyle Tuck. Kyle Tuck and Kyle Tuck, huh? Fucking you should grab Kyle him, Tuck too. so much. Why don't you grab some Topps Bowman baseball cards? Because uh, they're the best in the biz, Dale. Easy as that. 1948. We're talking World War II. They started cranking these bad boys out, and we have been obsessed with them since then. I mentioned 1901. We were praying for baseball cards. Uh, and now Topps Bowman, they've got the best, whether it's top-rated prospects, rookies, vets. Uh, it's a fun and exciting hobby forever. Maybe a good, you know, mother's, good mother-son hobby, good father-son hobby, father-daughter. Saw your, your daughter Isla in the card game. You guys did a nice video. Um, top prospects, Drew Jones, bang. Trev got that card, kept it. Jacob Berry, Justin Crawford, Spencer Jones, find the game's future stars in 2023 Bowman Baseball. Available at your local hobby shops, retailers, and tops.com. There's a link in the description. And Jake's, Jake's plug on it, the cards are really pretty. They're really pretty cards. So, okay. it's a good look. Okay. In the National League, the Giants and the D-backs tee it off. How's your NL West? Giants win the first game of four, and that's the only one they're gonna get. How about them snakes, babe? And they do it in different ways. Zach Gallen, that's the way that everyone's kind of familiar with. He drops it on the table. That's all they know. The last game, how about Fought? The kid goes toe-to-toe with Logan Webb, who had them no hit. And then my guy, Guriel. How's your hair? How's getting around on the slider, Trev? Down the line, game-winning run. My snakes, baby. Dom Fletcher, MLB the show legend, Team Itali legend. He goes nuts this series, Trev. Um, him and young Casey Schmidt challenging some kid records. Uh, snakes? Do we talk about them more? New York Mets and the Nats are playing a four-gamer that wraps up today, Trev. And they had to wrap up two games yesterday because what are we doing? Four-hour rain delay in the stands. They had to finish up game two yesterday. Nats win that one. Some good defense. Defense shout-out. Alex Call making plays. C.J. Abrams getting big with a game-winning home run. The Mets been scuffling. They get a big eight-run inning on a Scherzer day to win game three. We'll see what happens in the finale today. Reds versus Marlins. Buckle me up. Call me Shirley. Reds win the first two games. Marlins salvage the last. We got to see Yuri Perez's debut. That's exciting. Jake Fraley doesn't care. Jake Fraley went off this 
Series, couple homers. Um, homering twice in the first game and then again in the second game. Rake Fraley, baby. Uh, Sandy, they try to extend him again, and he gives up another lead in the eighth inning. Like, let's, we can kick it to the pen guys sometimes. Uh, Marlins win the last game. De La Cruz has a big day. Garrett Cooper's back for them. Uh, Reds don't get it done with runners in scoring position. Reds win another series. Happy for them. They're playing okay ball. Phillies, Rockies, the brawl of the centrally. Centrally? Bryce Harper had fire in his eyes. Him as Jake gives him the bird. Um, <laughs> very much a baseball brawl. Rockies win that game. Kyle Freeland, that curve be curving. Uh, they shut down the Phillies offense after they won the first two games. Bryce Harper hits his second homer since coming back with his bionic arm. Just to remember he's a freak. He upped his throwing program from 75 feet to 90 feet. That's where his right arm is still at, and he's playing ball. What an absolute freak show. Um, Taiwan Walker, he pitched in the first game. Phillies win the series. Uh, Tomper got ejected in that last game, too, so things were just tense. Things wish they were more tense for Padres fans. Dodgers sweep them, Trev. Shocked. Dodgers, 4-2, 4 Padres bats go pretty quiet. The Saturday Fox game. Urias Musgrove pumping into my veins. Good action early. Shut them down the rest of the way, and then they shut them down the whole next day. Trev's guy, Tony Gonsolin. He's back, and he's shoving, because that's all he's done at the major league level. Mookie Betts hits a couple homers, even one for Mother's Day. Dodgers sweep the Padres and go look where they are in the standings. Won't surprise you. That's what happened in the National League. Oh, man. Speaking of those standings, Trevor, Braves 25-15, and 15, five games up on the 500 Phillies who are in second place. Mets and Marlins both a game under 500. Nats 17-23. and 23. Sure, Trevor fell in his chair again. Your now NL Central leading Brewers are 23 and 17 and a top. Uh, Pirates are 22 and 19. Cubbies 19 and 21. Reds 18 and 22 on their butts. Cardinals 16 and 25. You'll hear about them. Dodgers, yeah. The run differential is back. They are 11 games over 500. Diamondbacks 23 and 18. Padres 19 and 22, Giants 17 and 23, Rocks 17 and 24. Trevor Plouffe has the juice. What's your NL juice, Trev? NL juice. I I get, I'm just going to start here because it's right in front of me. I want to go Dodgers Padres. Okay, good. So we're not going Crompod right now. Good. I got sent this and a lot of Dodger fans, uh, you know, that's a big market for us. They keep sending me the stat. Win-loss record of the Padres against the Dodgers since the crying Kershaw meme. Ooh. Can you want to take a stab at it? 0-5, Jake. 0-5. 0-5 since the crying Kershaw meme. That dude, scoreboard operator, fired. You're out. You're fired. You're You're out, Pop. Sorry. Oh, you're going to taunt the best team in baseball over the last decade? Probably the best starting pitcher we have had in our generation? You're going to taunt him? 
You're going to go in five. That's obviously not the reason that the Dodgers have beaten the Padres the way they have. But you got to just think, sometimes just chill out a little bit. You got a W, first game of a series, and you're going to put that up there? Like, don't love it for them. Dodgers yeah. took it to them the entire time. Um, Remember that Sunday night Sunday night game that Hater gives up the home run to Betts? Otherwise, they would have won that series. Like, how different does all of that feel now? The pitching, yeah, exactly. Uh, the pitching showed up for the Dodgers this series, and for both teams, really. Um, you know, four two, four two to show great fortitude those first games. Did you say that in your burn? I didn't. Wasn't I really didn't. Listening. I didn't. That's incredible for you. And then Gonsolin shows up, shuts him down. Um, big homer by Betts on Mother's Day. I love the way that you did the sheet. Now, we told you guys that uh, Dalton, our researcher, uh, is gone. And Jake had – I filled up the AL sheet. Yeah. Beavers took IL and Jake took the NL. The way that Jake filled out the NL sheet is exactly how you'd expect Jake to fill out the NL sheet. It's great. Just kind of like catchphrases. Yeah. <laughs> like, Manalytics. That's what that is. Like if we went into a hitters meeting and it was Jake that ran it, he'd be like, fastball, big homer pitch, hit him. Yeah. Curveball, don't swing, strike out. That, that's yes. Anyways, uh, with that series, I mean, yeah, Blake Snell actually had a pretty good start. Six innings pitch, which is uh, quite the distance for him. You know, he doesn't go too long into games uh, with the only two, two earned runs, excuse me. Um, Mookie and Freddie going back to back, but it was a dominant showing from the Dodgers. It really was. Uh, and they, uh, I've been researching them a little bit because obviously the twins are going in town. I'll be there tonight. Mm. I was talking to Morneau about them over the weekend, and he's like, Hey, what, what do you got on the Dodgers? I know you've been watching all the games. And I said, uh, A Jake isn't actually. I said, Dude, they just got a lineup with a lot of guys they can hit. It's length. That's what you need in these lineups, mm. and that's what the Dodgers have, man, because anyone can beat you. And I said, like, I don't know. I said a couple of days ago, a couple of shows ago, about how I think Will Smith might be the best catcher in baseball. Go look at the fucking stats, people. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go look at the stats, what this guy's been able to do. I just saw MLB Central had a big segment on him, too, so they've been listening to the show. Uh, he's incredible. Everyone's incredible on that team. The Dodgers are just an absolute juggernaut. The way they're able, they're able to dip down and replace guys, we always talk about that, but it just continues to show up, man. It really does. Um, as far as the Padres... Padres don't go to the dark. Gotta place, get it going. Man. Like you got it. You got you gotta get the offense going. Any team can get swept by the Dodgers. Like I, a lot of teams will. Um, man, just don't go to the dark place in this year where there's so many good baseball teams. Don't, don't dig a hole. Just don't, man. It's All we ever talk about is how this team could be really, really special offensively. Look at the guys they've had. Fucking Juan Soto, Xander Bogarts, Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, to name a few. 20th in OPS? Yeah. You're talking a bottom third team in OPS? You're 25th in runs scored. That ain't going to get it done. So they got to figure out a way. I don't know. Uh, the Twins were struggling with their... Uh, with their hitting as well, their offense, and all they could talk about was just good at bats, good at bats, good at bats. And they finally put together a nice little series against the Cubs. I mean, you got to be having those conversations uh, with the Padres and their hitters meetings as well. Like, hey guys, like let's we're trying to do too much. Let's let's figure some things out. Let's get the barrel on the ball. Let's let's work some walks. Hey, maybe we should fucking bunt. I don't know something mm. to get it going. 
because this offense is too talented to be doing this. It's it's. I mean, maybe do I say it about them too? I I don't know if I believe this is a sprinkle team. How I said it about the other for the teams, division. The, yes. No, they're not. They're not. It's a Dodgers world, man. I think Padres because the other teams I said that, that about Jake have something that they're really really good at right now, and they've been performing well at, but. The pitching we knew was going to be, you know, average. It's been just about that. 16th in whip, 13th in whip for the relievers. About average. And then the offense hasn't showed up. The offense is supposed to be carrying this team. It just obviously hasn't. Uh, slight serious note. Uh, Kershaw, um, his mother passed this weekend. Mother's Day weekend. That's pretty fucking brutal. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't see that. Um. And yeah, I, he's uh, I guess the story parents parents divorced, lived with his mom. His his dad died a few years back. So, um, I mean, just crazy. And you you always forget like these guys are real humans that have real lives and shit. And I, I I'm not doing this. wasn't a d bag from the the article I was reading. It was just the fact they were like, oh, Kershaw's like expected to make his next start. And it's like Jesus Christ. Like I don't I don't know if I'm expected he's to tomorrow. Make, yeah, I don't know if I'm expected to make my next start. So. Um, Clayton, a uh, couple other Dodger fun facts, two out runs, uh, they lead the NL. That's, uh, that's like a good backbreaker stat there. Um, and yeah, Tony Gonsolin, again, go check out his baseball reference when you have a chance. Cause, um, all he's done is be lights out, but we get distracted by his cat shoes. Um, Trev brawl of the year in Philly, you're breaking it down. Great series for the Phillies. They've been playing really good ball. Uh, 14 and 9 since they started 5 and 10. 14 and 9, Jake. 609. If you take away that O, mm. they're really doing Not it. Um, that game, they started off real slow. Gomber retires the first, what, 14 batters, and then Alec Bohm hits the bomb. And uh, Phillies win the first two. Then, yeah, the brawl. I mean, a brawl. It was a, a little aggressive pushing, I would call it. Yeah. Not a brawl. We need to get away from that term in baseball because it rarely ever happens at the big league level. There's no real brawls. Like, there's guys getting up and yelling at each other. Even Bryce Harper, who had fire in his eyes. Like, he attacked gingerly. Like, if you want to go get someone, really, you just go run straight to them. Yeah. But there's always that, like, hey, guys, are you behind me? And, like, I'm going to slow down as soon as I get to the pile because nobody wants to fight. There's no reason to really fight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to make it a, uh, a gif. Um, Harper, there's a really good camera shot behind him that when he decides to go into the fight, drops his bat, takes his batting helmet off. Which well, is, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm here. I'm joining the party. Which is silly because if you go into a fight, you probably you just want all the gear on as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I mean, there's famously in Yankee Land, A Rod Veritek. There's a Veritek kept his mask on. Uh, you know, it, depending what side of the fence you land on, you're you're going to be on your guy's side. Um, but the way Bryce did it was, you know, we talk about this with Bryce's outfits. Bryce is a pretty calculated cat. Um, you know, he, he knows like baseball protocol that if he's going to get in the mix, it's like, okay, no bat, no helmet. And then you're right. It's not a sprint into the fight. It's power steps. Like, oh, I hope someone doesn't catch me. With, with this stuff, it's usually just like, hey, I want to fire my team up. I want the boys to know that I'm about it. And that's what Bryce did. You don't want to get anybody hurt. Like I said, nobody wants to fight in the big leagues, dude. Unless someone does something really disrespectful. Let me 
me tell the people this right now. If you're an adult or anybody, there's no reason to fight. Mm. It's silly, dude. Like, unless something, you got to have some real reason to fight, dude. Like, if it's just someone disrespecting you, they said something, they said something to you, come on. It's such a young you're, man's game, yeah. Trev. But I'm talking to the young men. Out I there. know. Fight. It's stupid. I know, but it almost has to come with age. Like, at what it would take for me to get into an actual fisticuffs is insane. Yeah. You'd basically, I mean, some, yeah. You'd have yeah. to attack Obviously, Jess there are times. Basically. Yeah. What, someone, what if someone punched? Okay. If someone punted Noodle, that's it, huh? You go in. If someone kicked my dog, I'm fighting. Yes. I still don't think that's a good enough reason to fight. Just Depends like, bro, why kick. are you fucking kicking Depends my dog? Depends the kick, dude? yeah. I mean, if it's a kick with malice to a fucking dog, yeah, I'm going to fucking fight. No, I, I get it that you'd want to fight them. And you want to just... But no, like, I'm if someone in. kicks your dog, they're just, they're, there's something wrong. And just like, just, dude, go deal with it somewhere else, bro. Crazy. Take care of Noodle. I'd rather comfort Noodle. You can't just fight crazies. Um, well, <laughs> the fighting pod. I don't pod. know how we got there. Fighting pod with Dan Canobio coming up. Um. Yeah, I, I think th this was a little bit of a shrug. Like you said, the Phillies, um, they've had some streaks this year, and it's generally been well since the start of the season. Rockies have been playing a much better brand of baseball, yeah. and Freeland has his good start. They win on that final game that, um, you know, and Jake Bird, look at him getting in the mix. My guy. Pitcher started it. They always do. They always do. Um, and, yeah, the quotes, the quotes after were just so... So ridiculous. Just the, you know, hey, he got, if he's doing it, he can't be looking at our guys. And, you know, Bird saying, you know, I, lo I lost my composure a little bit, but, you know, I'm that guy when I'm on the mound. And it's just like, okay, so nothing. I can't, I can't stand what pitchers say that. <laughs> I got to go to a dark place to get guys out. Really, bro? Yeah. It's a baseball game. A dark place. I'm that guy. I don't know. You are that guy, Trev. Bit. Um, Never was that guy. Trev, your Marlins and Reds. I know you watch all three of those games. Um, break it down. Will you stop kicking it to me, please, with these games? <laughs> I obviously did not watch. Your sheet is just absolutely. Trev, that's the joke, Pop. Um, <laughs> that's the joke. Um, I'm happy for Jake Fraley, who's got yeah, off to a dude. really nice start. How about that? Uh, Rake Fraley as he's known. Big Jake episode. Um, again, I know this is probably not what Reds fans want to hear, but he, um, he might be playing himself into an interesting situation. I know we've said it before, but the trade deadline this year, there, there might not be a lot of Sotos, <laughs> bona fide Hall of Famers getting traded, but someone like a Jake Fraley could be a big impact piece for another team. Uh, in Reds, if you play your cards right, that can turn into someone that can be important for the next five years instead of what he's doing this year. They're also calling up Matt McClain, shortstop prospect for them. Um, and I know their guy, Ellie De La Cruz, has been killing in the minor leagues. Yeah. I think, I think Reds, crushing. Reds fans on the whole, have, like, <clears throat> the big boy team is playing good baseball. There's kids coming, and the other kids are, like, I think Reds' energy is so much better. Remember how much hate they had for, like, the team owner? Like, that was... The red storyline. They're actually playing good ball. Yeah, some they're graduating some of their guys up there, and they're and they're performing. Uh, Rayleigh was 
hitting 197 at the end of April, but then he's just kind of gone off since then. He's got his average up to 260. So shout out. I love when guys do that. Um, yeah. All I hear on the internet is about De La Cruz and how hard he's hitting the ball. I would love to see that guy in a baby, baby uniform. There's no reason that he should not be on this team. Bottom line. So you bring up your shortstop prospect. Let's bring this guy up too. Just find places for them in your in your lineup. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, a little that's... bit of sad news. I saw Ladola went on the IL with like a calf strain or something like that. Yep. Um, that's one of the guys that they're going to be counting on for years to come, obviously. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I I want to see the Reds go do it. What year was that? Twenty twenty when they made the playoffs, and we yeah. were kind of like, hey, man, you got a staff, you, you, you um. Like, let's see what you can do. And they just were really bad in that in that playoff series. So, And, yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think that, uh, you know, those 2010 to 2013 Reds teams were a lot of fun. Dusty Baker, Joey Votto and the boys, that dude BP. Like, yeah. get, give me a Reds team that can bang. And, you know, the you're right. I don't know if it's Reds Twitter is just so out front with their prospects, but I feel like I get spammed with Ellie De La Cruz highlights every day. Well, the people don't like that we don't talk about them enough. And and again, we'll say it to the people, man. We we can only have a show that's so long. Like we can't go mm. on a four hour show and talk about every single team every episode. Maybe we could. Except I have responsibilities. In thirty seven <laughs> minutes I have to be with uh Chris Rose. Then I have a conference call for Bally Sports. Whoops. Um on the Marlins side of this, Yuri Perez makes his debut. He looks filthy. Uh, a decent line, four and two-thirds with two earned runs. I thought the uh, the note that Sandy went and picked him up from the airport is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that they kinda too. Look, they showed like mirror images of each other, like or like not mirrored, but like side-by-side side, a mechanic. Yeah, I didn't love that. I, I think they did. Yeah, you said they were just righties. I Way mean, I, I think they more or less just did that because they're tall it's, righties. It's pretty close, dude. Like the leg timing was all off. So I get that's where the video was funny because I, I think the throwing mechanics are pretty close, but it was funny to me that they were doing a side by side and like the legs to start were just not there. They end up being lined up, but that's where I got my goof off. Um, what are Reds, four games under 500? Give me some Votto, Brandon Phillips, Todd Frazier, Sinshu Chu, Jay Bruce. Is it possible, Jake? Okay. On baseball today, I said there are four teams that could win the Central. Is it five? I was not including the Reds in that. Cardinals are going right now. No, man. Boston, spoiler alert. I love these. uh, You know, I'm rooting for the Reds and their kids to be the Reds of a decade What if they bring the kids up and they're that good? When's De La Cruz going to be up? I don't know. I don't know. He's 21. I don't know if they're they're doing the game. I don't know if they're keeping him down the whole year. I don't know if he's getting called up. It's May 15th, dude. Right, but like... Are they, I'm yelling at you like you're the front office. Yeah, right. I, I I'm not lining up the Reds <laughs> rebuild. I, like, what timeline is Noel V. Marte on? I don't know, man. Um, I I'm glad the Reds are winning game. I'm glad they have young talent. No, I don't have them winning the Central this year. Sorry, Reds Nation. Come get me. A lot of Reds. Tar and feather. What uh, else happened in the National League? Man, I I want to get to. I do want to talk some Snakes-Giants because we've been on those teams. The Mets and Nats are playing. 
and are playing again. Mets get a breakout inning that it felt like they've been looking for in a while. They're not scoring in the first inning. Numbers are crazy for who the top of their lineup is. And yeah, it just feels like they need they need the baseball. They need to make a sacrifice to the baseball gods to change. Ooh, just, I like that. Just change some of their dynamic. Like they don't need a shake. Like a couple of teams I've said needed a shake. They don't need a shake. They just need like one sacrificial lamb. And like you can score runs in the first. And your players are coming back and will be healthy. Um, can I tell you something? You also used the wrong green on this sheet because I can't see anything that it says. You use some weird neon green that my eyes don't pick. That's up. usually my stand up performer green. I can't see anything. You got to put your own flair on sheet. it. Shout out David Robertson. Oh my God. You know I have to give this guy love because I just don't understand it. Uh, 14th reliever. That means strictly reliever only to record his 1,000th career strikeout. I'm, I'm, I must be 10 of those at least. At least? Fucking guy. I like you, but I hate you. They wrap up, that, he- they wrap up that series today. Trev, you actually have to talk a little bit of Snakes-Giants. We gave the Giants a lot of love last episode. You're always going to be a believer in their coaches and what they do. The Snakes... Give them the work. Again, 23 and 18. Like, it looks and it feels real. Their lineup top to bottom. Gabriel Moreno is now doing some stuff for them from the bottom of the lineup. Um, You just look at a lot of their offensive stats and they're doing it. Fletcher gets called up. He's raking and doing historic young guys things. Um, Snakes have some real juice. Zach Gallon could be in the running for the Cy Young. They're calling up their young guys. Like you talk about they Cincinnati are. and when when for <laughs> for Arizona, it's now. Fought fought gets his first like good start at the major league level. Five innings, one earned run. Uh my snakes are they're bringing it day in, day out, and they fight off a Giants team that like, you know, they called up Casey Schmidt. He's doing some historic stuff. Um Webb had them no hit through five, and they fight back to win that game. Like, snakes are kind of real. And people were mad where we had them on our TPP list. They thought, I cooked the books. I didn't cook shit. Can you cook shit? No. I can grill. So can you. You don't grill. You're, you live in New York. You even have a grill? I have a grill on my rooftop, yeah. Oh, no, you're bad. Uh, snakes gotta love them. I mean, this is not the way I thought they would do it, to be honest with you. You know, I thought like, you know, offensively you might be missing some firepower there and they are 19th in home runs, but they score, they score because they can do a lot of different things with the, with the, on the offensive side, second and average, um, fifth and run score. That is not where I had the snakes coming into the season. I have to be honest with you. We knew they had some top end pitching. I think that's, an area where, you know, they can still look to improve. I know they're bringing some guys up. Uh, they have the nice uh, one-two there with Kelly and Gallon. Um, they're finding ways to get it done. And you can't ever count this team out because of the amount of – like the Rays you were talking about put pressure on teams. I mean, that's exactly what the Snakes do as well. Like there's not a moment that you can take off in a game uh, because they're constantly applying that pressure on when they're hitting. So it's – they're a lot of fun to watch. We had a, we had that really strange moment with Christian Walker uh, during this series where he, you know, I, I don't know if I want to talk about that right now. I'm kind of like talking good stuff about the snakes, but this was pretty funny. Alfonso, I think it was Alfonso Marquez throws him out after he just claps a little yeah. bit. 
And the first base umpire rang him up on a check swing. He didn't like that. Kind of showed a little bit of emotion there. Goes back in the dugout. And then when he calls no swing on a pitch, Walker goes. And that was enough to get him tossed. I thought that was ridiculous. Was Tori Lovello out of these games? Uh, Tori was at his son's uh, graduation. Okay. Northern Arizona, I believe. I saw that because he wasn't out there arguing for him right there. Uh, yeah, I mean the snakes are the snakes are legit, man. I think there there's definitely some room for improvement there, especially with the pitching. Uh, I don't know if they have that just handily ready in their minor league system, or they have to go make a trade. Uh, I know they got a great farm system; they could do stuff like that. So, I think the trade deadline is gonna be very interesting for them, depending on where they're at. Padres haven't gone. Dodgers are gonna be tough to catch, but we know with the expanded playoffs that there's a lot of room there for these teams. The lineup can bang. It's a little, it's like Orioles light, um, you know, up and down the lineup. I think every inning it feels like they they have a chance to kind of do work. And, yeah, the the pitching, they're calling up kids. Are they going to fully click? Are they going to half click? Um, and their bullpen, man, I mean, that's a, you know, Miguel Castro has been kind of cast away from Mets, Yankees, Orioles a little bit. He's pitching some high leverage innings for them, and I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the pitching coach. I don't know if it's confidence. I don't know what it is, but he's giving them some good outings. So um, my snakes can bang. Seven dudes with OPS plus over 100, and Longoria's right there at 95. He'll get it going as well. I mean, that's what we talked about, Jake E. Analytics right there. Top Perdomo. To yeah. Doing it, huh? Yeah, man. Uh, Having Smith. Doing Reno. it. Reno having a couple games. It's um, it's a good time to be a lifelong snakes fan like myself. Um, unfortunately, my snakes are not doing as well as the big league snakes. Trev, I'm gonna burn the IL and then maybe give you a couple minutes to talk about whatever you need to talk about because we are running. Um, too many games. There's a lot of games. These are big series here too. Your Baltimore Orioles, the second best record in all of baseball. They win two out of three again against the Pittsburgh Pirates, who have been scuffling now for a little bit. They win when Mitch Keller shoves. That's their new formula. Uh, On the final game, Keller, 13 punches against that O's offense I love so much. Uh, But the bad news for Pittsburgh, they got shut out in the second game. Uh, Tyler Wells with a really good outing. Adley Rushman and Gunnar Henderson homers. You might hear that a lot in Oriole Futures. Uh, Casual Cedric Mullen cycle in the first game. Yawn. They win. uh, And they are one of the best teams in baseball. Pittsburgh sliding a little bit. Sliding a little bit. The Blue Jays sweep the Braves. Hello. 3-0, 5-2, and then a walk-off. To get it done in that final game. Chris Bassett, you'll hear about him later. Jose Berrios, Trev, your guy guy. He's been better of late. Been in the lab, figuring some things out. And then Toronto, I mean, the offense bails them out in that last game. Danny Jansen will sneak up on you. Uh, He gets the walk-off. The defense was horrible in the last game. Tough to watch. Tough to watch. Uh, in a genuine note, 
How about the Jays sweeping the Braves? Their first real hiccup of the year. Speaking of sweep week, the Cardinals going to Fenway. What? That's right. Man, Nolan Arenado likes it there. Uh, It looks like it clicked, and he likes the monster. They blow him out on Sunday Night Baseball. They come from behind in that second game. Erase an amazing Chris Sale start. And they come back against Kenley. Some weird pitch clock stuff. Cardinals win that one. And they won the first game to get the sweep. Uh, Arenado went nuts throughout. Goldschmidt, Newtbar. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Sox. Tough. Bottom in the AL East now. Your Twins take two out of three from the Cubbies, Trev. They put up double digits in those final two games. Okay. You've been waiting for that offense to go, and it looks like they go. They get to Stroman on the final game. Joey Gallo, like the best hitter in baseball, basically. Uh, Kyle Farmer, remember when he was the shortstop before Correa? Well, guess what? Correa in that second game, he goes. Is he about to get hot? Uh, Happer and Morell in that first game for the Cubs. They get it done offensively. Two of my favorite guys on the Cubs. There's some analytics. And the Brewers sweep the Royals to get back on top of that NL Central. Like I mentioned, they walk it off in that second game. Um, Corbin Burns, six-inning shutout. That makes sense. Christian Yelich, a couple two-hit days. That makes sense. Come on, Brewers. You know we love you. Uh, And they're back on top of the Central, which hopefully is big for them. And that's what happened in your interleague play Trevor Goof for a couple minutes, run hot, and then I'll give Beebs a minute because he did fill out the interleague. This, these were like the big series of the weekend. Gotta love it. Pirates, wishing you all the best. Throw Mitch Keller every single night. Yeah. He looks nasty. I did give him my Jamie Lannister award, so yeah. people knew should have known this is coming. You know, sometimes you got to change some things up. But this one's all about the Orioles. They're doing it. Uh I can't say enough about them. I, they they have just proved me wrong pretty much, you know, at, at every single turn. Uh, them and the Rangers have been my two teams that I just wasn't bullish on, and they just said, shut the fuck up, dude. Mm. We're a good baseball team. I still hate the sprinkler thing. They got a guy spraying water into the stands now, so I'm kind of in on that. Yeah. Uh, like, it's like they're, like, punching me so hard in the face that, like, I kind of like it now, if that makes any sense. Mm. They're just going overboard with it. And I'm like, fine, you win with the whole celebration. Uh, Mullins, first game, cycle, homer to cap it off. That's incredible. Uh, you got to have a guy hit for the cycle, and your starter goes six innings pitch with, with, with one run, no Ernie's. That's a good way to win that game. Uh, Pirates offense just really didn't show up too much in this game, or the series, excuse me. On uh, that second game, Adley doing it. Adley and Gunner. Like you said, you're going to be hearing about those guys for a long time. Uh, really nice start by Tyler Wells. I mean, they're just kind of doing it on all sides of the ball. Offense, defense, pitching. They can just they can beat you in a variety of different ways, and they showed it over the weekend. I know the Pirates have been struggling as of late, uh, but still. I mean, take two out of three. That's what you got to do. You get You get burnt by Mitch Keller. I think you're all right with winning that series, though, the way they did it. Trev, if the Rays did not exist, and they do, think about how much we've been milking the Rays and their historic start and their best best season ever. If the Rays didn't exist, the numero uno team in baseball 
would be the Baltimore Orioles, who yeah, are man. in the same division as them. Yeah. They're, they're, like I said, they just do it like on all sides of the ball. I love this stat. I don't know if you read it off in your in your burn. I don't think you did, but 12-1 and one in series openers. That's a good that's feeling. How, that's how you get it done. I mean, that's how you win series. Hey, win the first one, takes the pressure off the next two games, you got to get one more. I mean, that's how you that's you listen to ball players talk. I mean, that's what they say. Like, we got to win the series. We're focused on the series. You got to chop it down into little segments like that. It's the only way to survive a long baseball season. And if you win the first game 12 out of 13 times in your series, that's how you put those W's together, man. It's it's very, very impressive uh what they've been able to do. With again, like I mean, I'm gonna be saying this all season long, but like a pretty mediocre pitching staff. I'm sorry. Like, we're going to get some good starts from time to time. I get it. These guys are big leaguers. But overall, you look at that staff, you're not really, like, you're not too scared of anyone. Bullpen, sure. Offensively, sure. But they're doing just enough, man. Is that sustainable? That's the only question I have. And I keep saying that, and they keep fucking winning series. So maybe it is. And maybe I should just be quiet about the Orioles. Yeah, I guess that's my thing. I mean... Grayson Rodriguez was the top pitching prospect. What what will he be? I don't know, but can he be enough? Absolutely. Kyle Gibby's been doing it a long time. Can be he be enough for how good this team is? Absolutely. So then it kind of comes down to Kramer, Bradish, and Wells, who are new to the baseball lexicon, but these are also pitchers in their supposed prime, right? They're 27, 28 years old, that if they can do enough on a given day, Tyler Wells held the Pirates to one hit in seven innings. Like, they can give you a major league outing, which if they're anything above that, this team is going to win. And even if they don't, this offense can do enough that I'm, I'm full Orioles, man. They're making a move. I know we talk about that every episode. They're making a move. They have to. They have to. They have to. Maybe they don't. Sorry, the pir- Pirates have just been... You are who we thought you were type of thing, which sucks because it was so fun watching them be good, and you want to root for a lot of players on that team. Uh, They've been losing a lot since they started out hot. A lot. Mm -hmm. Can fall out quick. Um, Hey, couple off days, two versus Detroit. Why don't you reset and come back, Pittsburgh? We'd love to have you back at the party. What party? Trev, I think it's funny you mentioned that they're 12-1 and one in the first game of series because the team that was the worst at that, the St. Louis Cardinals, remember they had never like won a first game of the series? Not only do they do it, they end up bringing out the broomsticks. My Cardinals ticket I bought the other day, starting to look better and better each day, Trev. Seven and we a half games back this. at first. All we needed was a little bit of offense to show up. There are some other storylines here. Wilson Contreras is all of a sudden catching yeah. again, even though I think they went like six and three with him not being the catcher. And that's a pretty good record. I don't know what that is. It's over 600 winning percentage. 666. I don't know. I, I You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I actually texted Jack Flaherty about it. Guess what happened? No. Crickets. Wow. Wow. I don't think he wants to cross that threshold with me. I think that was a little too media-ish for him. And that's fair. Because he was like he's liking my IG post, but won't respond to me, my text. I think that, that was a message. Shut up. I think that, that was a message. Shut up. Yeah. 
I had to figure it out, dude. I don't get it. I don't think anybody understands it what's going on except maybe the people why that you are... had to ask. I had to ask. I had to ask. I don't know. Cardinals sweep. Cardinals freaking sweep. And yeah, Nolan Arenado went off. Um, and that's what they need. I mean, they need their big guys to get going offensively. They need a couple other things as well. But we talked about it last episode. Like, yeah, you could sprinkle on the Cardinals. I don't know if it was last episode, but a couple episodes ago. We talked about it. Um, it was Trev. We'll make fun of ourselves throughout the year, but you know, really good managing by Marmol to have Arenado go nuts this series. And to yeah, have, it was. Uh, it was, I thought it was better managing when uh, Nolan Gorman hits the the two run homer. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. James Paxson's back for the Sox. Sale had a good start. Like they Red Sox fans. This series felt better than a sweep to them, but um, tough one for Kenley. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially you know, Sale does Mitch what he clock, does, then right? Kenley comes Two in and kind of you know he blows it and gives up some runs. That's that's, but that's a you could say it's tough for Kenley, tough for the Red Sox, but great for the Cardinals to get a victory like that. Yeah, Cardinals come back for from a couple deficits, put together some rallies when they need to, and and then they were able to kind of coast yesterday, but eventually. Who uh, who do they got coming up next, Jake? I know we got to kind of push it into high Which gear, team? but they have a Cardinals, Cardinals, Milwaukee, and the Dodgers, um, and then Cincy. So, oh, nice time to get hot. Hey, it'd be a hell of a time to send a message to Milwaukee. I uh, that Dodger series is more so uh, survive. Urias, Gonsolin, Syndergaard, Kershaw. Hello. Don't have time Blue to Jays? really go into it, but. Royals Brewers, just hard a couple hard fought games. Eric Lauer in relief, nice. They said they were skipping his start, then they needed him. Five point two, the only and the only two mm. hits he allows are uh, a pair of solo shots in the ninth in garbage time. So maybe he found something, uh, and and I guess he'll be back there next time. That's not what they've announced, but they were gonna skip a start. I saw Yelly running the base pass. I think it was like an errant throw on a steal, goes to third, errant throw to third, goes home. Yeah. He's kind of like embarrassed about it when he crosses the plate. <laughs> He's like, sorry, that was just not good baseball by the other Some team. Slap. But I scored. Didn't it uh Yelly had like a big fundraiser? Was that this weekend? He did. A lot of people came out for that. I did not get the invite. What's up with that? Oh. Think so. There's there's some more Yelly coming later, but also three game tying homers. So about that that is nice for the brewers that was one of the keys to the season was get yelly going again so raise 300k uh to help milwaukee in their uh little league fields and teams and stuff so that's that's cool we love that great series for the blue jays huge um against you know what we consider the second best team in baseball class of the national league class of the national league uh bassett drops it are you talking about him a little later i won't won't go into that uh but there's some things going on there outside of the field that he had to take care of Mm. uh yeah you said barrios had a good start there they win the game five to two and then just a great comeback by them in that last game kind of a bunch of people did it for him um and then jansen ends it um with the walk off the bullpen held it in the bottom of the ninth like uh, bieber has on the sheet here uh, Braves, four straight loss, five of the last eight. 
but they have some you know, good signs there. This is a hard-fought series up there in Toronto. Toronto, excuse me. Uh, the, I don't know if right. you... You're not happy about it, but I don't know if you're hanging your head too much. Like You just move on to the next series. Yeah, not great. I mean, you always try to salvage a series. You know you're going to drop a couple games here, um, and you kind of had it, and then to, to lose it at the end is tough. But I don't know. You're, you're the Braves. You're still, you know, all right, spit that out. Go on to the next one. Uh, Toronto, don't pronounce that second T you've told me. Uh, again, Tough, they came in tough part of their schedule. Like that was the athletic article. Like Toronto starts off tough part of their schedule to go in and hit it like that. That's good vibes, man. That's it's a vibe. It is good vibes. You get the good starting pitching first two games, and Kikuchi kind of gives it up, but you work your way back. Uh, on the Brave side, that last game, well, you get Bryce Elder c- continuing to have good starts. So that's nice for them uh, as they're dealing with some injuries to their pitching staff. Uh, I love how you put Colin McHugh micro penis on our what? sheet. Famously, his wife told Jimmy that he has a micro penis, and now just we have to bring that up every single time because it's hilarious. I've known Jimmy for a long time. Only one person has ever told him you have a micro penis, and it's Colin McHugh's wife. So that's like a fun fact for me. Um, he's a good pitcher. Yeah, like, he's really good. Yeah, he's good. He, he's a good pitcher. He's the opener. And then what I love about this is my guy Michael Tonkin, who like. I played with with the Twins. He played in a bunch of different leagues. I think he went overseas. Uh, big, tall dude, Jason Kubel's brother-in-law. Wow. Yeah. Wow. From from Palmdale, let's go. Maybe Lancaster. They're right next to each other. He goes bulk in this game with three and a third. Only one earned run. He's like kind of been a bright spot for them, which is awesome to see. I'm stoked on that. Uh, but then, like I said, you know, Toronto overcomes a pretty poor uh, Kikuchi start. Uh, to get that dub with the walk-off with Jansen. So, you know, Braves, not great. But, like you said, they'll be okay. Jason Kubel, look at that stat page. Pretty good. Some real pop there. 30 homer season, 28 homer season. Last one, Cubs, Twins, because we do got a jet. Yes, I watched every single one of these games. Um, Sonny Gray came out like he had a lot of pitches through five and a third. And he was kind of dealing, uh, but too many pitches. They 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 take him out, and then uh, the Cubs end up scoring on the bullpen. You know, some soft hits, and then some, and then some not so soft hits. Mm. Uh, they end up doing it. Morell looks like a fucking beast. I dude. love him, an absolute beast. Ian Happ looked great this entire series as well. Um, and then the next two games, the floodgates opened up. The Twins' offense looked great up and down the board. We talk about Kyle Farmer, like he's been great. Kirilov has come back and really sparked that offense, given them length. Uh, Correa has been hitting the ball really, really hard. Uh, he's starting to see some of the results, I guess you'd say. You have some of the peripheral numbers looking good, like the Exavilo has been looking good. He's been having good at-bats, but he hasn't been getting hits. Uh, then it kind of opened up here, and they just went off. I think yesterday every single starter had a hit in that game, mm. uh, two back-to-back games with 10-plus runs scored. Position player had to come pitch. They They – Smoke some balls off of him too. I think Michael nice. A. Taylor. How about this? Michael A. Taylor comes in the game. I'm pretty sure Joey Gallo like pulled a hammy. Uh, so he has to come in the game late. He's got to face a position player. It's a bomb. That's like the best case. Yeah, game, that's pretty. Because nice. that could be really bad. You come in the game late. It's like a blowout. So you're not even really doing anything. You face a position player, and he he gets you out. That's a bad day. But you hit a bomb. 
So it's a good day. Uh, Louis Varlin looked good. Joe Ryan fucking is an absolute stud. You guys used to have the Chicago uh, Cubs starting pitcher, right? Was Niski? Yeah, he was a Yankee farmhand. That was a Yankee. He's been good, not this start. Seven and runs. They got the Stroman early, too, on that last day. Just kind of hit the ball all over the place. They look good, man. Twins. Riding hot in the L.A. series. Big Twins Dodgers series. Make sure you guys check it out, and make sure you grab a blue moon while you're doing it. I know Trev's going to have a couple this week. It's going to be a good mm, feeling. On the field. <laughs> With his glove and they a blue say, moon reporting Ooh. from the sideline. Uh, and I wish he was doing that in Denver, but Kelsey's got that locked down. But that's where, that's where Blue Moon was created, Coors Field. It's a baseball beer, literally brewed by baseball. That Valencia orange peel is the difference. That's what makes it special. That's what makes it an all-star, one-of-a-kind Belgian wheat ale. And it's just made brighter, full-flavored. And why don't you... Get it delivered. Go check out get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. Find out where that blue moon is and get it. Enjoy it responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Co. Golden, Colorado. Blue Moon and baseball. Hell yeah. Mm. That's Start tweeting that at me. That's, that's you a, know the moon and a baseball are the same shape? Oh. Trev. <laughs> Standout performances. Standout performances. I'm giving mine to Nolan Arenado, who on Friday went four for five with a homer, uh, two ribbies, and and two runs scored. He had a great series. Um, There was a cool moment where Tristan Casas asked him to uh, do a jersey swap. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, bro. Like, just take it. I can't hit in it anyway. Yeah, right, dude. Stop it. You can't be self-defecating. Is that not defecating? (laughs) I said that before on this show. Deprecating. Is that the right word? Deprecating. Sometimes that comes with some stuff. To be fair, you can't be so. I'm running hot. I'm running hot right now. We got a lot of stuff to get through in eight minutes. Um, they, he has to get going. And it was only a matter of time before Nolan Arenado, Nolan Arenado turned it on and this Cardinals offense gets going. Um, but a nice series for him. Nice game here on Friday. And uh, they'll be right in the mix, right in the thick of things in the NL Central, no doubt. I hope they might so. have to do some things pitching wise, but you you knew the Cardinals weren't going to be that bad for that long. And once this guy gets going, it's going to spark everybody. He's one dotting OPS wise in their last ten, uh, yeah. and yeah, he's uh, he's full blown getting it going. Uh, Trev, same with my guy. A couple talking baseball faves here. Uh, Chris Bassett. Uh, the Bassett Hound, Seabass, one of my favorite signings of the offseason. I said it on repeat. Even, like, that part of the offseason that we hit that we're like, oh, my God, give us baseball, it felt like the only thing I was saying was, man, I love that Chris Bassett contract. How great was that? Like, shut up, Jake. And then he came out, and he wasn't doing so hot. (laughs) He got got rocked for nine runs uh, on his first start of the season. Since then, I'll do a couple butter knives for you. Seven starts, 45 innings, a 197 ERA. In the month of May, in his two starts in 16 innings, that's about eight innings a start, people. little math for you. He hasn't given up an earned run. That's really good. Um, Chris Bassett has a calm about him that I felt was also like a fit with the Blue Jays. Like, 
Chris mm-hmm. Bassett is going to do his thing. He did his thing on Oakland. He did his thing on the Mets. Think about those two different dynamics. Like Chris Bassett's going to go out and he's going to shove and he's going to get the job done. And if he does that with the guys who are going to come up through the lineup four times with the Blue Jays, that's where I thought he was in a perfect position to be successful. Um, and he has been basically ever since the first start of the season. Um, since that first start, he's gone five or more in each start. Um, actually, he's gone six or more in each start except one. So, like, Chris Bassett, um, that is crazy valuable. Um, and it was against the Atlanta Braves, Trev. Which, if Chris Bassett g- went five innings and gave up four earned, you'd say, well, you know, it's the Braves, right? Like, and that would be it. So, that's my guy. His, like, demeanor plays in any franchise, any organization. He's he's... He's a big dude. I don't think people give him enough credit. I don't know what he's listed at. He's got to be like 6'4", something like that. Uh, but he's got a presence about him. And it's not like an – it's not overt about it. You know, he's a little stoic, but he's funny. 6'5". And he's a guy what – is, what is he? 6'5", 217 on baseball reference. 6'5", yeah. Uh, he just has a presence about him, like I said. And it's, 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 it's funny, but it's calming at the same time. It just works. You put him into any clubhouse, and he's going to fit right in. And – uh he has been a guy that's continued to impress me throughout the years. Just being able to make adjustments, you know, he's, I don't always like to use the word cerebral because I feel like, you know, there's a, most guys, you know, are pretty smart starters can do it like that. Uh, but he's one of the more cerebral guys that we have in baseball as well. Uh, understands pitch mix and sequencing and reading hitters and all that good stuff. He's got a little funk to him too. So he kind of mm-hmm. has it all as a pitcher. And when he puts it together, that's, you get games like this. Trev, you know, Cedric Mullins' cycle gets left out. Casey Schmidt in those, well, those giants. But Esther I'm gonna, Ruiz. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Yeah, I got to get my award and get out of here. Okay. So you're gonna have to do in fuego. Oh, thank God! I love in fuego. And yeah, I'll I just tell you I got about baseball it. today, and then I got to go do this conference call for this Twins thing. We went long today, Poppy. We went long. A lot of baseball. Let's hear this award. I'm waiting. Awards! Thank you. Uh, this is a serious one, but also a funny one because it's Marnie Gellner I'm talking about. I don't really have a title for it. Uh, Marnie, who's been a longtime like, field reporter. Uh, she's been in the booth for you know a handful of games. I think she's really, really good when she... Um, she gets on the mic. This is for the twins, if you didn't know that. Um, she has a catchphrase for homers. Better like call your mama. Mm. You guys remember that? No? She did a few games that was really good. Anyway, she has been battling breast cancer uh, over the last couple of months. Um, fortunately for her, she found it early. You know, they did some procedures and she did some treatments and she's uh, been breast cancer free now for uh, a little bit of time. But she showed back up uh, to the field yesterday. And she just lights up any room she's in. So she went around and she was taking pictures with people. And then she gets in the booth with uh, Dick Bremer and Justin Morneau and just steals the show. Like she's mm-hmm. so funny and she's so quick witted uh, at the end. Famously, Dick Bremer is like very like protective of like doing what he's supposed to do, like making sure the count is said. He wants to, you know, talk about the plays like he is. That's his thing. Well, she got in there. The innings about the end. Someone hits a ground ball and she. Dick starts to talk and she cuts him off and 
talks about the play, you know, grounder this, da, 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 and she brings it into commercial, stepping over Dick Bremer. And it was like the, it was just like classic Marnie Gellner. Uh, she went on the radio with uh, Dan Gladden and Corey Provis, did the same thing, stole the show there. Uh, she's been, a, hasn't been at the ballpark for a while, uh, but she came back on Sunday and it was just like good to, good to hear her voice, get her perspective because she is like, a, if you're from Minnesota or listen to any, of the games or watching the games uh, the twins have played over the last couple of years or shoot last decade, uh, you know who Marnie is and she's a treat man. So I wanted to give her a shout out. Uh, we have, you know, a bunch of people dealing with stuff, you know, Emily Walden, Sarah Langs, like a bunch of our Queens in the game going through things. So I wanted to make sure we gave a shout out to Marnie because she's the best. Call your mama. Serious award Trev this year. Um, it's kind of serious, but kind of silly. Because if you know Marnie, she would hate that I would be serious. Okay. One time, I made fun of her backpack because she <laughs> she would bring a backpack onto the team flight, but it was filled like way too much. I'm like, Marnie, you need like a rolling case. This thing weighs like a hundred pounds. What are you doing? And she never let me live that down. She said I was shaming her. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Team Marnie. I kind of was. <laughs> you got her a bigger were. backpack. You absolutely were. Um. <laughs> Trev, baseball today. Sideline, Trev, go kill it. You're gonna bring the glove. Everyone watch the Twins. Broadcast. Okay, I'll bring the glove. Bring the glove. Uh, watch, watch the Twins. Bally's Bally Sports North broadcast. Yes. All right, Popo. Good luck, love you guys. We love Sorry, you. I have to leave. The numbers boost. Ooh, spike. Yeah, turn it on the game for me, please. We did him. Right. Bye, Trev. Muted him. Get him out. Dave's hit the Enfuego music and <clears throat> let's have a real fucking show. Dirt nasties on Fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Jake, do you mind if I tell you about the Enfuego list? I put Please. it together. You did, Beeps. Uh told you a little bit about him already. Christian Yelich, six for eleven this weekend. That's a five forty-six batting average. Three homers, all of them tied games. Seven ribbies, walked, four runs scored, stole two bags, 1.9 OPS. Your guy, Dominic Fletcher, he goes eight for 15 this weekend in a four-gamer. He hits two homers, a triple, a double, 11 ribbies, only strikes out once, 1.6 OPS. Josh Naylor, three go-ahead shots, five for 11 on the weekend, two walks, 1.811 OPS. By the way, he stole a bag. Mm. I got to watch the video of that and find yeah. out what happened there because that can't be straight up. Uh, on the week, Casey Schmidt, it's his first week uh, in the show, and he go, hits 458 and 24 ABs, uh, two homers, three doubles, five runs scored, drives in five, strikes out just four times, a 1.292 OPS. Jake Fraley, we shouted him out already, seven for 17, three homers and a double. Nice, stole a bag. Mitch Keller, two games this week, 16 shutout innings, eight hits, uh, one walk, hit a guy for fun, 21 strikeouts. Uh, he's pitched past the sixth inning six times in his career. Two were this week, and three are this season. So shout mm. out Mitch Keller. We like him, friends with Cole Tucker, friends with us. Uh, in the Over the last two weeks, a couple arms to shout out. Trev's guy, guy Joe Ryan. Mm. Got to enjoy him some more. Three games this month, 18 innings, two earned runs. That's a one ERA for those of you keeping score at home 21 Ks three walks uh the FIP holds up to 146 FIP holding opponents to a 459 OPS that's 
not good for the hitters, and good for him. Evan Phillips, five shutout appearances appearances for your Dodgers, uh, one hit in that time, seven Ks. Uh, Joe Ryan, couple funny thing while Trev's not here, I told Trev, you know, Joe Ryan, your your friend on Instagram, and Trev instantly sniped me back, and he said, he's just my friend. I said, okay, Trev, wow. sounds like it. Um, yeah, I know Casey Schmidt. I've said the name a few times. He he was like one total base shy of the most total bases in a player's first 20 at-bats or something. Um, total bases are always a little weird for me. Like, they're obviously a very important stat, but we kind of don't treat them that way. It feels like a number we should, like, have off the top of our heads a little better, but we just don't. I think the number just gets too big and we all tap out. Gets too big quick and, and you start losing track of how many extra base hits does that really mean? And Love some Yelly. Love some Rake Fraley. A lot of guys we like, and, and I think the the audience really wanted us to do some Casey Schmidt mm. a lot of times over the last week or so, so shout out. They just scream at us. Uh, Biebs, fuego job. Um, and as you found out midway through there, I snagged a guy that could have been discussed on that mm-hmm. for my hit the sound again. If you have it, because awards! awards are truly brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, America's number one sports book and baseball season is rolling. And if you bet $5, you will get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Bing. If you're looking to get in. This is the one. They've got their same game parlays. Rack them up. If you see a couple guys you think might get hits and you might know the winning team, you could get yourself some pretty good odds real quickly. Um, so why don't you join in the big league action now on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and sign up with Code Talking. New customers can bet just $5 and get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TALKING. Um, there's some teams you might want to literally go buy some stock in. You, you, you kind you. of actually can, right? I reference that a lot. Um, I got my Cardinals ticket plus 425. Let's see. I'll see how much those odds have changed. Um, Biebs, I'll give my award quick. Um, it's a topic I brought to the internet this weekend, and I think it's Sometimes I think of clicky topics and I hate it. Like, you know, Trev jokes about it when Mad Dog comes on, he turns off his TV because, you know, they're trying to get clicks and listens for the wrong things. I think a baseball topic I could talk ad nauseum about is who's the best pure hitter in baseball? And I tweeted that out. I was at a restaurant bar by myself. I got myself excited. Me and Jess were going to go out. She got sleepy. I was like, well, I, kinda, I still kind of wanted like a martini and dinner somewhere. So I did that. And there's a loan by my thoughts, had a ton of weird thoughts. Mm. But my favorite was who is the best pure hitter in baseball. So I'm giving out the I'm the best award, <laughs> which uh, Toad famously announces when he wins um, Mario Kart 64. I used to be a Toad guy. I guess I still am a Toad guy. Um, Mario movie. Mario movie ad. I hope there's enough Toad in there. Uh, and there's an answer I landed on, but there's a few names like that you just can't argue. People throw Jordan out there, sure, right? Um, uh, Jose Ramirez was an interesting one. You start getting into different 
Different taste a little bit. Luis Arias, he's chasing 400. He won the batting title last year. Is that your pure hitter? For me, it's a mix of contact and power. I guess with an emphasis on contact, though. And I think Frederick Freeman, who, uh, like I mentioned, stole the last two weeks. He's one dotting OPS-wise. The stat popped up, I, I think, since 2013. He's got the most extra base hits which is a really good pure hitter number. You know, you can mention a lot of guys. Uh, Mookie's on his same team. You can mention, you know, Yankee fans throughout Judge. And yes, I think he's a great pure hitter, but he's also so powerful and a different kind of hitter that it doesn't feel like a pure hitter. So the def- back up this year. The definition means Jose Ramirez. He's got an argument. The definition of pure hitter means different things to different people, and you all have your own opinions. I think mine's Frederick. I think if he wanted to bat 400, he could. I think if he wanted to hit 40 homers, he could. Instead, he kind of sits in the middle. (laughs) He'll hit 330 and hit 30 dingers. And when Trev mentioned, why are these Dodgers good, and they're back atop the NL West, and they're stretching their run differential, and they're getting hot, not only is the lineup long, but they've got all-time dudes, and Freddie's one of them. So... Um, that's the I'm the best award. Um, Biebs, if you'd like to send us off with something, please. Oh, well, can't say I'm fully prepped. Okay. Shout out. Give, shout give out Christian Yelich again. Love him. Uh, and, and, I, and I hope everything nice we were saying about the Yankees earlier comes true. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. Because um, Toronto... Toronto could make Yankee fans feel real bad over the next four days if they played like they did this weekend. Um, Hey, guys, a lot of baseball this ep. Thank you, guys. I think it might be a Jake and John Wednesday because Trev is a beat reporter now, I guess. Day game. Um, Check out everything. Thank you, guys. Tell me your best pure hitter. Hope your team's playing well. Listen this far, you might like Blitzball Battle. Yon Moncada's back. Yeah, I saw Moncada's stats. Third base is interesting, man. Let me know when you get to Moncada and Rendon. Rendon's his own thing. Moncada. I don't. I like him, I think.